off. He's off. game for us as you're all probably thinking Sheffield United winning 1-0 it's never good to lose the Yorkshire derby a very crucial game but I believe that we are still in this you can still fight for them automatic spot I mean it's only one point we can do it it will go down to the last game of the season but I think we can get back into the automatic promotion spots what's um your Describe to me, because we've had to record this 24 hours. It's taken us more than 24 hours to recover, to even be able to get in front of the microphone and uh, do this. What? Just have a think back to Final Whistle. What did you feel? When when that last goal, when, when that goal went in, I was mm. like, for God's sake. And the last minutes were just the whole entire joke, you know, Kiko getting sent off and the whole thing about he was going in goal and obviously Janssen getting injured. I mean, I was thinking, oh God, man, the next home game's against Millwall. It's going to be a tough game. Cause don't, don't go to Millwall yet. Don't go to that because you're right. It is. It's going to be well tough. And I think as we do this, they're winning the FA Cup or something. Yeah. Well. That moment, I thought it was really interesting how you were describing that. Talk, talk through the emotions you felt as as this freshly faced, positive Leeds United fan. How did you feel as that was unfolded? That second half unfolded. In first, in the first bit of the second half, I was thinking we're winning this. We're gonna, we're gonna get a goal. Because when Tyler Roberts hit the post, I was like, yeah, this is good. We. We're making our chances, but we just can't, like, you know, score them, as we can see. But then, it was just that bit when the goal went in. I mean, what was Cooper doing in that bit, though? I mean, heading it backwards mm. is, like, the worst thing you can do. Especially when they have players like Billy Sharp, mm. who, can, who were really good at heading, really good at aerial battles. Then, I just saw it, and I was like, God's sake, there better not be anyone bombing down that right. Then, next thing you know, it's just a through ball to... Chris Basham, I think he's called. Well, Basham, then uh, well, he takes shots, slips over into the bottom corner at that bit. I was like, yeah, if they, if Sheffield United score, we're first. We're not. We're not gonna win. Did you think Simple that? Simple as that. Yeah, because I mean, they were solid defensively all game. I mean, five amazing, at the man. back. Mm. I mean, I think they should have had a red card. One of their players. 100 percent that was like, a red card. Was that um number two? That right back, yeah. Yeah, the number two. First half on Pontus. Yeah, yeah. That but, was a red card. I yeah. I've heard a few people say no, it was only a yellow. No chance. That uh, it's not I'm not saying it's against the lead. It was obviously I don't think I think that referee had a poor game. Yeah. Uh, in general, but that I d I don't I don't know what is more than a red card than that. Do you know what I mean? They were going I think on the commentary saying it's an orange. No, it's not. It's either a yellow or it's a red. Yeah. That was a red. You know, a bit, a bit like Casillas. You know, it's it's his. He he, what he does, he's gonna he's gonna get a red. 
I know there's this about appealing nonsense, and uh, uh, I think I think uh, the, the press conference after Bielsa apparently said something about it. He thought it was just the yellow. No, it wasn't the yellow. Rules of the game, it's red. Let's continue on, on that little train of thought. Let's go back because I'm just really interested in 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 this because the reason why I'm 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 digging into how your feet my feelings are probably going to be so stereotypical Leeds United fan because of everything we've been through. You kind of automatic automatically the more we document this season, what becomes really to the front is how stereotypical I am as a Leeds fan. The kind of things I get down about, but you're fresh faced. You're new to this. No, I'm this just... is this is the first season in your life where you have been totally copos mentos, if that's a word, of everything that's going on at Leeds. This <laughs> is probably you know last year, you know you you were getting more into it, and the year before that it's been bit by bit. But this year it's it because of the positivity of what happened with Monk, and then last season's start. And then the Bielsa thing, this is where you're 100% engaged in new Leeds United legend making. So with that Sheffield United game, the feelings you got, have you felt like that before in a game? Have you ever felt anything similar as an experience in watching? Yeah, because like, I mean, if you uh, said something about Leeds to me about five years ago, I'd just be like, oh, mid-table, you know finishing 14th place every season now it gets to that point you know you would have oh, been 7 then <laughs> yeah yeah and like I was like oh, like when you tell us now it's like I mean we can do this I mean because we're clearly in reach you know because we're well third one point behind second I mean as long as we're making that second spot then we well we will go up it doesn't care yeah, about but, I mean that's obvious yeah you yeah. get first to second you go up um I think now what what is different, we, how can I put this? We, we're now in a position where we really need people to mess up in front of us. We're no longer the the masters of our own destiny. Yeah. We, you know, to, for that, well, so why not, if we want that destiny to be automatic promotion, and I think the realization of losing to there's been a few games that have been kind of key to me and this was one of them of where i've gone ah right okay are we good enough for that first and second and it and it was uh the obvious ones west brom away uh norwich at home and sheffield united at home it was kind of like when the games really mattered um at those points and i think this one does now because i think it it really does kind of put me into that zone of okay, we're we're not automatic. We're going to be playoffs, but I'm I'm and do you know what? I'm at? Weirdly, I'm, we we should be absolutely delighted with that compared to where we've been in the last yeah, God I, knows how many years. That I, is a great achievement. Because I mean, like by recent Bielsa. years, recent years we've been like yeah, top two. That's not going to be anything for us. Mm. We 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 want we want playoffs. I mean, yeah. Gary Monk playoffs. Yeah. And even TC last year of playoffs, you want you wanted playoffs as a lead son because you were thinking mm. we're 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 a playoff side. We're like we're like we're like Middlesbrough. We're like we're like you're not in them forests, you know. Like we have good players, but they're not good enough for like the top two. Yeah. But I feel like this season, you know, bringing Bielsa in, I mean, I think he's made the players better. I think we are we are a top two side, 
But then it's just that, you know, your Sheffield United and Norwich, they've got the players who are in the top two. They're like, I mean, you know, your Billy Sharps, like yeah. he's just came out nowhere. He's always been good. I mean, look at his stats. He's like one of, I think he's like, he is one of the best strikers in in football history in England. I yeah. think it comes out as. And I know what you mean about the comparison of teams. It, going back to Sheffield United game again, because this is quite a big event. It feels like a big event this season. That you know that that game. Um, I mean, we hyped it up ourselves, but it it kind of seems like the leveler. Like yeah. we, we uh, it kind of shows where we do come short. Was it sixteen shots off yeah. target? Um, you're not going to win games, man. If that's and there's also those consistencies, isn't it? Consistencies of we smash teams in the first half. We just do. Yeah. It feels like that's what we do. It's almost like we expect. But unfortunately, we smash teams and don't don't go ahead. There are games where we do, like uh, the West Brom game, like, like the Reading away. But when we don't, we kind of struggle. And you could almost predict, it's weird actually how, if you look at how Sheffield United played against us at their place and we ended up stealing because of a mistake, it's pretty much the same. It's it's like all, it's, yeah, it's really almost right. like a return. It's almost identical. It's weird, but I think just because it's this time of a season, you know, that was the start of December, wasn't it? It's like this is more important now. And um, it's quite, I think that's why this game and result means more in the greater scheme of things. The actual Yorkshire Derby part, and I've talked about this before, I, I, if anything, I, I'm, I don't like them as in follow them, but. If there's any other team in Yorkshire I've always been all right with, it's kind of Sheffield United, and I don't know why. Uh, it might, I've always thought, is it because of our similarities when we got, went up in the early 90s? And that, you know, and that was my team that I first fell in love with. Like, what your your first team that you're falling in love with was probably that Gary Monk one. And, and from there, that was my, the Howard Wilkinson one was mine. I, I've never had that beef with them. I've never had beef with Sheffield Wednesday. They've just never felt like real rivals. Manchester United feels like the rivals to me. That's, that's the one I care most about. So it's not really any pride element or anything wounded by, oh, it was a, another Yorkshire team. It was just the result. I can't even be angry at the Leeds team. I mean, it riles me a bit when... The goal itself, the Cooper mistake, and then I think a mispositioning from Phillips, who I absolutely love and was my man of the match. Uh, personally, I think I felt somewhere put Pablo Hernandez, which I, I just really don't get. But the Phillips mispositioning and unawareness of what was going on around him, it was almost like felt like three players went on to one. Which was weird. I mean, there was also Barry Barry Douglas, and then Barry, like, and then Barry. Where, where was he? Well, no, it, that. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to point the finger at Barry Douglas because I think it was a collective contribution that led to that goal, a mistake, a mispositioning by Phillips, and absolutely Barry Douglas was caught half asleep. He looked like a lad who hasn't played much football this season. Not not to be in that position. You know, uh, this is it. You can get dragged into this because the rest of the game, I thought we played great. We played some lovely football. We just didn't finish. It's as simple as that. We just didn't finish. 3-0 it should have been at half-time. Yeah. And that's why I'm asking you, how does this experience feel to you now? Because, you know, you started, your intro to the show is, 
I think we can still do it. I think we'll go auto. You've had to, there's no way we could have recorded this podcast straight after that game. Yeah. Everyone's head was in a mess. It was like proper. We were all down, weren't like, we? You, we went for a meal and we didn't. We said, "Let's just not even talk about it." Yeah, like I, I just didn't even talk about it even because you know, well, we live in Manchester and like, I am at school. I am surrounded by Man United and City fans. Mm. There's like one exception, a Port Vale fan. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't really know about that. God but, bless you know, him. Like. Now his dad needs a word with himself. <laughs> like, well, everyone else is a Man United and City fan. And then when Leeds lose, yeah, you you get bombarded. I'm telling you now, you get bombarded. Like just yeah. saying, oh, you're well bad. Oh yeah, but then like, I mean, have you got your phone? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't save them. Do you not? Can you not like read read some of out mean <laughs> yeah, messages? No. Come on, read some of no, them no, out. No, no, no. I have a blue. A bit sweary. Are they? Yeah. Because what's a 12-year-old swearing at each other? What on? To Snapchat. No way. Dad, everyone. Right, I'm telling you now. Yeah. No matter. Like, this year, everyone hates us. At mm. school. They're like... like what, the, you, not yeah. you as a person. No, not me as a person. Team. Just a team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what? Did, were you having to deal... What you're saying is you were having to deal with... I just ignored them. I didn't even want to say anything about the game. Just yeah. ignored them. I just... Yeah. <laughs> Left them on read. Did you? <laughs> yeah. But so what does that mean, left on read? Like, you read it, but you don't reply. Right, okay. Was that your biggest concern at the end then? Oh, Did yeah. That... Oh, yeah. When Leeds lose, I'm like, oh, for God's sake. Were you going to get bummed? Like, QPR, I was like, oh, for God's sake. I didn't even care about the result. I was just like, oh, mm. here we go. Come on, lay on. We're getting tortured. <laughs> yeah, but when Man United lost against Wolves yesterday, you know. So you give back well, then, on, yeah. did you? Yeah. You were busy all night. Yeah, I was. Back. Yeah. Let's read some of those texts. You better not have been swearing. No, I wasn't swearing. Yeah, I, okay. I, I Look me in the eye and tell me that. I, I did not swear. You can even check. Right, okay. So let's let's get, get your phone out. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. What were you sending? Come I on. didn't. I didn't. Let's have a look. Let's check. Uh, now, this, this will make good right. This is what uh, you sent to the Man United fans. No, I did not send anything to the Man United fans. Right, okay, so what we're uh, reading now. That's not my story. All right, all right. So on oh your st- <laughs> on your story, yeah, your fave team in the Prem Wolves. Right, okay. Right. So that, you put that on your story, yeah. Yeah. Then on Instagram, on my story. Well, we should post that. We should post that. Now this puts a smile on my face. And that's a picture, so you can't see that right now. It's a picture of a Wolves guy scoring, and lads wrote that on on the front. So actually. Where your negative energy develops is more about interaction with scummers and Man yeah. City fans. Yeah, I get that. It's interesting because mine isn't so bad. I'm not bothered about that anymore. And I see, obviously, our lad to Leeds account gets absolutely swindled by uh, fans when you're there. There was quite a lot of Sheffield United fans. I find Sheffield United fans really funny, actually, of how basic their uh, attitude is on social when when they attack. It doesn't bother me too much. I kind of laugh at it. I I now find that part... I find that actually kind of fun and all part of it, to be quite honest. For me, I think there was a real... That result is big. And losing 1-0 is kind of signed us off to uh, uh, doing uh, the playoffs this year, which isn't great. Um, I mean, how... But you're not there, no? No. 
it's one point behind and you know anything can happen you look at like you know back in 2012 Man yep. City winning the league you know mm-hmm. God knows we can do that except go up mm-hmm. like, like you said earlier on it's all about we need Sheffield United like to, to slip up we need we need the teams out there playing to give them one heck of a game even like a draw like mm. a draw well, anything like but a win, mm. then I think we'll be fine. Well, I'll tell you what, um, L- LUFC Lewis uh, did a great tweet. thought this was excellent, actually, uh, because it kind of put quite a lot into context of where we are. And he just kind of did a prediction of all the results yeah. that, that we're going to do, that, that he thinks we're going to do, then like totted up the points. And he did the same for... Um, Sheffield United, for example, uh, it really kind of opened your eyes. So why don't you look at look at read LUFC Lewis? So Mill home a win, Birmingham a loss, mm-hmm. Preston away a win, Wednesday at home a win, Wigan at home a win, Brentford away a win, Villa a draw and Ipswich a win. And how many points is that? That's ninety-two. Ninety-two that will be on at the end of the season. So then, if you look at so that's what would be ninety-two. So I I've, I think I was looking at it going yeah I I I really wobble on the Preston and Villa result on that but if that does happen how many points did we end on with that ninety two yeah read Sheffield United's predictions right, so he reckons Bristol will lose well no against Bristol City they'll lose Preston a win Birmingham a draw Millwall a win. Forest a draw, Hull a win, Ipswich win, Stoke win. Ninety one points. So isn't that interesting? I saw that that really did poke me up a bit because I thought that those predictions aren't far off possibly happening. Yeah. Like I say, the, the Leeds ones I only disagree with are the well not disagree. I don't actually I don't disagree with any of them, but ones that send me a wobble are the are the Preston away villa at home. I just I just don't don't fancy that at all, either of those. But when he puts it into that context, actually, you think, yeah, we could end up second. Yeah. It re- you know, it really made me feel good that 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 particular tweet, which I think is important for, like I say, I think I'm quite stereotypical in in my views. I might not be. I might be completely against the grain and more negative than anyone else. It's just yesterday for me, I just felt ah, I felt down. And I've never felt down before. I felt angry. I was angry about losing to Norwich because I thought we just didn't play well. Yeah. The same with West Brom away. I was angry. I was angry about that and I was angry. There was more anger in my emotion. Yesterday, I just genuinely felt gutted because I couldn't be angry with those players. Yeah, it was a mess up and there was just something. I mean, I think we should talk about it. We, 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 you know, maybe we should go through the team as it is, but... The whole scenario with Pontus was weirdly fabulous, as mm. well as oh god, this like, is this is like a nuclear explosion going like, off on the pitch. It's like first injured, thing. shouting at shouting at the bench. What do you want me to do? We then like put him up front. front. He almost scores, and you're thinking he's. Go- I was saying, I go, he's going to score the winner. Then he's going to score know, the winner. Kiko gets sent off, and Pontus is in goal. <laughs> I mean, it was brilliant in it in its spectacularness of emotive destruction um but i enjoyed it i did enjoy that and leeds played re- some of the football we played again was brilliant 
obviously questions at fullback maybe but i think that's a bit too harsh i thought first first half apart from some real kind of questionable passing that was going on from the back i think generally the team absolutely destroyed and we should have been three nil up i mean that manager um I, I do like chris wilder i actually think he's all right but he he must have been thanking his lucky stars last night because that first half it, it should have been over yeah. uh, but again it is a very very repetitive routine type performance of destroying a team in first half and in the second half we kind of let the team in you just lay off we like, just do like reading's a fantastic example well, yeah. up in the first half then nil nil second half yeah yeah no i mean there's been lots there's been absolutely lots apart from what you could maybe say was you know that villa game and the blackburn game you know that they were the only two that like i think the other way around yeah really. where, where, where it did flip um Anyone we want to talk about specifically from Leeds' point of view uh, from yesterday's game, both positively and negatively, I think starting on the negative for me, I thought Jack Harrison uh, was definitely out of the game. It didn't surprise me at all that he got subbed. And I actually thought Pablo had, had a poor game. Yeah, His distribution was really, really poor. He was good on the ball, did some great movements with it, but I think his final distribution wasn't great. Calvin Phillips absolutely contributed to that Sheffield United goal with positioning, but at the end of it, for me, I just thought he was a consistent, he was strong when he was winning. He knew when he was going for the ball, he was just going to win it. Yeah. Every time it's got to that now, he's going to win it, he's going to win it clearly. And there was times where both you and I went, oh, Calvin Phillips, he's going to go in, he's going to slide it. Oh, no, he doesn't. And he held back a bit. And then actually that helped us get the ball back. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of it. Bamford maybe didn't have his best game. Um, do we want to talk about the keeper and his decision to run out? He's off. He's off. Press the button and he is dismissed. They've absolutely self-destructed, Leeds. Self-destructed. Trying to get off the pitch. So I've put, put, put Janssen no in goal. There's no way. Put There's no way. Janssen in goal. Stupid. Well, I mean, was he right or wrong to do that? I mean, I think he was caught out of position a lot earlier. You know, I think he had to kind of do what he did because of his starting position possibly five, ten seconds before that. He was way out. Yeah. Um, and obviously no one saw the mistake coming that then led to the, you know, whatever happened, the motions of what happened for the goal to go in. I've got to admit, if, if you're going to talk about how he reacted to the fact of Billy Sharp getting the ball, I actually think he had to go. Yeah. He did the right thing. And do you know what? I am not bothered because... There's nothing that he's done yet that's made me think he's better than Bailey Peacock. Well, he did PPF. Like, I, he, I, honestly, I know, I, he looks great and he looks strong, but I'm more than happy for Bailey to come walking back in. I think Kiko, he could have stopped himself from getting in the situation of getting a red card. Maybe he shouldn't have gone flying in. He may, he maybe he should have maybe like jockeyed in, right? Sent, like a defender would have. But maybe like I, honestly, Phillips I think get Sharp, Sharp, Billy Sharp is just. Pardon the the pun. If it no, it's not even a pun, but he's too sharp. 
he knew exactly where he was going. He, I think he said in his interview um, afterwards, I, I always want to score. I was never going to go down. He brought me down. I think he would have gone down no matter what. Yeah. You know, even under a jockey, he would have gone, right, I'll just run into him. Let, let Phillips, uh, well, whoever was there, mm. maybe get behind him. So if, then, if he does touch to have a shot, they can block it. Yeah, they, well, I, think, I know, looked at that, you know, because obviously that's your that is your um, go to straight away. Was he was he the last man? And I don't think those two centre backs could have made it. I reckon they would have. I don't. I don't think so. It was just a little bit because Billy Sharp's not that fast. Yeah, I, I know he he's not. That, no, but he 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 would argue. I think the argument is not just that he would argue is oh he had an empty goal to shoot at. As soon as he got got round him, he had an empty goal. Those those lads wouldn't have been able to get back in time to stop a shot. The only way he would have missed that if he'd gone past him would have been if he'd you know scuffed his shot. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I actually think the keeper did the right thing, and obviously it meant getting sent off. But sometimes you've got to sacrifice. And I know, uh, what was it? Seventy minutes? No, the goal was at seventy yeah. minutes, wasn't and it? He like got sent off in like the eighty-eight. The eighty-eight. It was near the end, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he did the right thing. I really, I, I think he did the right thing. Do you know what I've found? I'm in my head as I turn it over. I'm getting the sending off and the goal mixed up. You know, like in vision yeah. of where people were positioned and everything. Because it was like pretty much the exact same position. It was, wasn't, wasn't it? it? It was. It was weird. Yeah, I my experience of that goal. I don't think that that experience of that goal. Anyone who's listened to this podcast would have had a worse experience as me during that because it was like a double banger. It's what I call. A, a, um, a double banger of an event happened and this is like a double banger negative one they scored but something else happened as well which i think would be really interesting if anyone you know does interact with this podcaster to, to actually um tweet us uh at lad to leads if you can get in touch with us on instagram at lad to leads sends us a message or at lad to leads at gmail.com uh, actually that's just lad to leads at gmail.com um the worst experience you've had when a goal's gone in against your team. I think I've got the audio. I'll play it to prove it. Need to get there, man! No bloody tax letter and then that Literally moments before, seconds before that goal was scored, Lad's mum walked in and handed me a letter from the Inland Revenue saying they wanted more money from me and then Sheffield United scored. Yep. Is there a worst experience anyone's ever had whilst their team has been a double banger? Have you had a double banger of an experience whilst having a goal scored against you? Get in touch at Lad to Leeds on all socials, uh, on Facebook, just search I took my Lad to Leeds. Email is ladtoleeds at gmail.com. Batty about reading. Lad doing really well in his English as it stands. And I think that's solely down to the fact that I've been making him read David Batty's autobiography, of which he brings a fact to this show every episode. What's today's fact well, about the great bats? When he signed his contract to extend it for another 12 months, he got a cheeky pay rise. Yeah. yeah. 
But then at that, you said, yeah, after this, I'm not going to sign any more contracts. I'm not going to join another club and retire. Mark in 20 years. Batty about reading. Okay, now, quite interestingly, um, when Leeds do really well, we have a great reaction on the socials. Ooh, surprise, surprise. But what happens within those socials is you guys are absolutely amazing and you know, support this podcast by getting our content out there, hopefully reaching more Leeds United fans. Uh, who then listen to the podcast so we want to thank you if we miss you off don't worry we always scan through to get as many as possible lad who are we lad shouting today so on twitter maths nelling at steven underscore s doyle at iplendy 65 at lufc jj1 at d underscore dun one at underscore steve dun at Debbie Fishman 08, at Paul Boz Lawrence, and at Scotty JKB. Then on Instagram, at Clark underscore Harrison underscore LUFC fan page, at Spuddy Jenkins, at Yorkshire underscore club, at LUFC Joe 1919, at Alfie B Morris, at Lucas underscore Forket and X, and at Sam underscore clicks. And at Jake dot underscore O one one three. Thanks so much for your support. Means loads. Bit of a break now. Um look, you know, even if the worst comes to the worst, we don't make this top two. The playoffs, you know, a Bielsa team in those playoffs, I wouldn't bet against them. Uh, remember, a nice trip to Wembley. Exactly. Well, if I wouldn't about be imagine us doing the Wembley episode. That'd be yeah. cool. That'd be wicked. Yeah. Um I'd, although I'd rather just go up automatically, yeah. which you never know. <laughs> you don't want to go through the panic. It, it, exactly. You know? In fact, none of us know what we want right now. Uh, but look, let's hype ourselves up. We, you know, the next game, Millwall at home. Imagine if we give those idiots a whooping. It would be absolutely brilliant. Well, last time we saw them play at Ellen Road. That was a crazy was game. 5-4, 4-3 when game. we left. Crazy Get game. Get in the car. <laughs> crazy five, game. Four. Crazy game. But, you know, let's... Let's keep the faith, Leeds. We can do this. All Leeds are we. Come on. Come on, Leeds. I took my lad to Leeds. Join the conversation on Twitter. Follow on Instagram at Lad to Leeds. Facebook. Search Lad to Leeds. Tax letter and then that! Absolutely self-indulgent twaddle from the Leeds fan.